Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast, where we, we Evan did not participate. Again, man, it's like, we're going to explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Hey, Barr, did you, did you get the tweet that I sent around, that I tweeted for everybody to see? What no? Was what Some was guy named, I assume guy, excuse me, John Gonzalez, did you see it this morning? No, tweeted, I haven't seen it. After years of carrying an underscore in my handle... I have been liberated and recognized as your one true John Gonzalez. A new day dawns. Ooh. I tweeted out there for you. You at you and at Evan Medina replied. That was that was cool. This guy is so happy to get rid of the underscore. A new day dawns. Evan flexed these muscles. No, I'm happy to have John, that John Gonzalez off the underscore team. We didn't want him anyway. We didn't want him anyway. Didn't want him anyway. Oh, man. Captain uh, underscore. Is under, right remember along. Captain Underpants? He's Captain underscore. Let's start, with, um, let's start with something serious, first of all. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, he got a settlement. Now, you know, they don't discuss business at the dinner table. But he got a settlement from the National Football League. How many zeros? That's the only question. And we're only left to guess $30, 40000000 million? Uh, what, what this proves <laughs> is that the NFL, as it often does, settles these cases because they do not want a discovery process. They do not want people to see whatever's in those emails, whatever's in those conversations, they would rather keep the business in-house. So Colin gets paid. Yeah, I think a lot of people were probably surprised to see that this settlement had happened. Uh, as Scott just mentioned, there are a plethora of reasons why the NFL wanted this grievance case brought by Colin Kaepernick and Carolina Panthers safety Eric Reed uh, to, to, to be stopped before we got to that point. Correspondence between owners, correspondence between President Donald Trump and owners, uh, uh, possibly. Uh, there's a lot in there. Um, and I think as a journalist, I think a lot of us were hoping that this thing kind of went that distance, right? It would have been a, a rare glimpse, possibly into in, into the inner workings of the NFL. Uh, however, I mean, you can't you can't fault Colin for 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 settling on you know I, I hope a number that he's tremendously happy with and sets him up. You know, well, his lawyer said he still wants to play. That's the interest, and he even said the two teams he mentioned, David Tepper and the Panthers, yeah, and the Patriots, Bob Kraft, and and who knows? Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the the possible number of millions of dollars who knows if this settlement includes another fee if he doesn't you know sign a contract within the next couple of years there's a lot of different ways uh this thing can, can can slice out um do you think that this makes him more likely to be signed i, I, I have i you and i've had this discussion i mean this is probably going back a year and i said he'll never play in the nfl I'm with, again i'm with you on that because yeah. what the brand is now I, I and I think it's damaged if he returns to football. He's more powerful now as this as this figurehead than if he returns to play football. So you think he doesn't want to play? I don't know if he doesn't want to play. No, I, I think I, I think play. he wants to play, but there's probably sort of the 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 angel devil of am I as effective as a social justice warrior if I do play? So I don't know. Let's move on to some Major League Baseball. Manny Machado, holy moly, 10 years. Ching ching. 
$300 million <laughs> with the Padres. Evan winced. I did not plan. The, the machine thing was not planned. Was, it just, he winced. I was just going like with I the rhythm of what face. you just said. And I caught out of the corner of my eye. Evan just like, oh, man. Ching, <laughs> one of those dad jokes. Ching. But, what? I mean, that's, that's a moolah. Yeah. It just Is he going to win in San Diego? I, I, I'd be lying if I said I can name three other San Diego Padres. So I, you know, the Padres I, I, have I been willing know. to spend. You know, yeah, you know, Cam Round Fowler has Cam been willing to Hosmer, spend. Hosmer, James Shields. Yeah, there's a this is a team that has been willing to to, to spend in the past. Uh, you mentioned the terms there, Michael. Ten years, three hundred million. It's one of the biggest. Uh, I think it's the biggest free agent contract ever. It's the biggest adjusted for inflation. Doesn't hit a rod. Adjusted for inflation doesn't hit a rod. And if you look at total dollars, it doesn't hit Giancarlo Stanton, who yeah. signed that contract before he was a free agent. In his ten ar- years, arbitration baseball, ten years. years. Going to take him what? He's twenty six. He's twenty six. He's going to go into his most productive year, but thirty. Look, there's so much, there's so much, so much discussion right now about kind of the changes in Major League Baseball free agency. This is the type of deal that you know is not happening as much as it used to. But if you are a Bryce Harper who is going to sign a deal in the next couple weeks that will probably be bigger than this, if you are a Manny Machado, uh, these monster deals are still clearly still available for you. You know, I got to ask him right quick before we move on to the next topic because. Fantasy baseball is here, and we're all waiting on Bryce Harper. <laughs> what What are you going to sign? Is he the top pick in a fantasy draft? You well, Bryce, no, no, or, no, no. It's Mike Trout. Mike Trout, okay. Mike Trout. Got to be Trout. Okay. But, okay. but Bryce Harper is going to be up there. Yeah. So it's like, where do you take the gamble? Because well, you don't know where he's going to. Why is he going to gamble? Who cares? But no, because, well, wait a minute. If you, He's still going to hit what he's going to hit. He's going to hit, but if he if he gets into the wrong ballpark, you know, is there a wrong ballpark for Bryce Harper? I know well, there are some bigger than others, but Bryce Harper is going to hit thirty plus home runs. He's going to hit. I mean, well, let's put it this way: if the polo if, grounds, I, I'm just, yeah, right. yeah, if he goes to the polo <laughs> I, I don't think he's signing with the Rockies, so yeah. uh, that's out. But, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to move along here. Okay. Uh, Tell me where you draft him. Uh, where do I draft him? Yeah. If I, I would if you have don't to know, go round two. Second round. Oh my God! I'd have to go. Round Bryce two. Harper, are you listening? Michael Barr, a non-believer. And, and no, I mean because He's getting round one money. Aaron get, Judge or, or Bryce Harper. Aaron Judge. Stanton or Harper. Stanton. Ooh, ooh. You know what? I'm giving away too much information. Bringing heat because they're, I'm not going to see. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, I want to move on right along. AAF. Uh, thank you from Carolina Hurricanes owner Tom Dundon who uh, basically now owns the league. He basically bought the league. He, he has agreed to put up $250 million. That's a quarter of a billion, for those who can't do the math, in capital over some years. There was some talk that some teams didn't get payroll for, for last week. Uh, good time to tease our guest, by the way, this week. We have Arizona Hotshots quarterback Jack Hennigan will Woo-hoo. be our guest on the podcast. Uh, he, he talks quite a bit about this first week and, and whether it's good or bad, and he's certainly happy to have Dundon's cash and Charlie Ebersol is involved in the league. They understand the TV part of it is needed. Uh, there was a good rating for the opening week, but can it sustain it? That's the big question. Yeah, I mean, if the reports are true that heading into week two, the AAF was struggling to make payroll, uh, that is not a uh, that's a, a and they business, told they told you or a business somebody told you that I, I had heard you know from someone that that there was a potential glitch with the payroll system. Either way, you know, t- to need a two hundred fifty million dollar investment um, to come in. Before week two of your startup league, 
to me is not a is not a shining endorsement of, of the business model. Uh, certainly, we'll see. Uh, again, this is a, a year before the AAF competes with the XFL, Vince McMahon's new new league. Um, there's a handful of other kind of startup leagues that are trying to capitalize on uh, on America's absolute endless love of football. Um, but you know, Thomas Dundon is a you know he's a smart guy. He's an entrepreneur. He's an early investor in Top Golf. He's got his own investment company. Uh, he clearly sees something. Uh, you mentioned the revenue. I mean, the the ratings from week one they weren't terrible. There, there may be something. I'm putting Evan in charge of getting Dundon on the show i know he's been trying i have been trying I, I, yeah. so yeah, i, I yeah. want have you seen the post-game celebrations oh yeah. they're, the fan, they're fantastic and, and, yeah and, and like some old fogies are killing them and i'm not even going to say the his name in canada <laughs> they're now <laughs> selling t-shirts they're now selling t-shirts yeah, yeah. i mean at least they get the entertainment the in arena there's a reason to be there that uh, kudos to Dundon on all that and i mean Evan, get him here i i, I really want to yeah, talk to him about what his view is on Pro sports as entertainment in arena and scalable media. That'll be neat. I would love to see it. Hey, you've been listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick and Evan Novi Williams. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week. As Scott said, we're talking with Jack Hennigan, quarterback in the AAF, former Dartmouth quarterback, equities analyst. He ticks all the Bloomberg Uses sports business Uses the word egalitarian, <laughs> so does Eben right after he did. All those highfalutin <laughs> words. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online where you get your podcasts.